Welcome to Emotional Empowerment, a podcast for emotionally sensitive or struggling people who are open to learning how to use your emotions as a spiritual practice. Hi, I'm Michelle Bursell, and I've taught therapists, coaches, and people around the world how to use their negative feelings to heal their life, and in doing so, eliminated their struggle with anxiety, depression, anger, guilt, and more. Ready to turn your negative feelings into your greatest allies? Then let's start your emotional empowerment journey right now. Hello, everyone. It's Michelle Bursell here, and I want to welcome you to episode 18, Access Kali's Three Feminine Emotional Powers. I am so glad you are here with me today. This is going to be another power-filled episode. However, before we get started, I do want to have a little bit of warning that there is going to likely be some explicit language. So I've tried to keep everything PG, but when we're talking about Kali, there just is a force that comes through her and will be coming through me as I explain some of her feminine emotional energy. So if that's not for you or you just have little ears, you can put on headphones or choose whatever is right for you. But I did want to share that with you right away. Now, let's talk about Kali. For those of you who don't know who Kali is, this is one of Hindu's goddesses that is still most celebrated today. And if you've never seen an image of this Hindu goddess, Kali is one that would likely take you aback at first sight. First, you're going to see what a force she is. She's most commonly depicted as this bare-breasted woman wearing a necklace made of skulls. Her tongue is sticking out. And with one hand, she's holding a freshly decapitated head, and the other hand has a bloody sword. And then she often has two other hands where they are offering blessings. And then she's got this skirt made of human arms. (laughs) So it's quite the picture, right? She's commonly associated as the goddess of death. But interestingly, at the same time, she's also depicted as having motherly love. And again, she is one of the most celebrated Hindu goddesses. Now, I am not a goddess, religious, spiritual expert, but I do love researching and studying these subjects. And my aim for today is to help you become more aware of Kali, but really to understand how her symbolic messages can teach us how to grow on an emotional level in an empowered way. And trust me, (laughs) Kali is full of power, which is why I think I was drawn to her early on. I also quickly recognized how she was misunderstood and feared when really her actions are filled with love. Today, I am inviting us to explore three important aspects to Kali. Now, she's got many, but I'm going to be getting into three to support you on your journey to experiencing true emotional health and well-being. And I absolutely believe that her energy 
Again, whether you believe in her as a goddess or you want to take on the symbolic energy and understandings of why she continues to exist today, I think they can help us on our emotional empowerment journey. And if you listened last week of episode 17, where I was exploring Tantra and our emotions, I shared with you that I'm going to be working with the book that's authored by Sally Kempton called Awakening Shakti, The Transformative Power of the Goddesses of Yoga. And Kali's one of them. And one that, again, came to me early on, and I think for a very important reason, because I've been on this emotional journey for so long. And when I shifted into really understanding our emotions from love and empowerment, I really felt this, her energy and her guidance through this process. So the three feminine emotional powers that I believe come through Callie and that I want to talk about today are the destroyer, the bitch, and the liberator. So let's start with the destroyer. So Kali isn't going to stand for you taking less than you deserve. And this is one of the most prominent reasons why I love her. She is this force to be reckoned with. And that's why I can see that she's been celebrated as both this goddess of death and this motherly love. Because when I think of that motherly love, yes, there's that nurturing side, but there's also this side that's like, I want my children to have the best, right? And so she really is going to take a stand for you, not settling. And so when you are hanging on to crumbs and she knows there's this whole buffet awaiting you, the destruction is going to begin. And that destruction will look like an area of your life, or it can feel like your life is completely falling apart. One of my clients, Mary, came to me when she felt like every aspect of her life was falling apart. She was suicidal. She was depressed. She was anxious, but she was still functioning. So she had a high-level management job. While that seemed great, she was working nonstop hours. She worked day and night weekends, you name it. And she was exhausted. She adopted a son. And as he moved on as a young adult, he was really struggling and treated her very poorly. And while she was in a relationship, it wasn't a very healthy one. She was always bending and contorting herself in order to try to make herself fit into this relationship. So the bottom line with Mary was she was receiving crumbs in all areas of her life. On the outside, someone might look at her life and think, wow, she's got this great job and she's got this son that she adopted and she's in this relationship. But she recognized as she started talking about her experience that she was really struggling. And it was through her emotions that we started to help her to see the crumbs that she was settling for. So at first her emotion was sadness. Why am I having all these struggles? I can barely 
get out of bed each morning. I don't want to face my day. And where Kali invites us to go is to look at the truth of things. Don't go into the illusion of life or the surface of life and how things look on the surface. Callie says, we've got to look at this head on. That's what she teaches us. And she's saying, how life is set up for you right now, Mary, no one would want to get out of bed in the morning. So where we went with this is really looking into her sadness and then her sadness led us to anger. Her anger was, you know, what the fuck? (laughs) Why is my life so messed up? Why am I struggling here? Why is everything so hard for me? And through the empowered work with her sadness and her anger, she shifted that lens from why me to understanding why she has set up her life to receive only crumbs. So initially it was looking into her sadness, which was all about her lack of self-worth. And this lack of self-worth was programmed into her. Her parents were very distant people. They only came close to her when it was to physically abuse her or emotionally assault her. And they never once told her that she was loved. This, of course, made Mary feel like, I've got to take the crumbs. I'm used to taking the crumbs. And if I don't take the crumbs, if I dare turn my back on these crumbs of love, of affection, then I will starve. I will have nothing. So Mary was this amazing person, always has been, worked really hard to be nice and kind, got all A's, and she did that to get a crumb of acceptance from her parents. And so what her emotional empowerment journey was about was coming to take responsibility. Her emotions came through to awaken her. And this is Kali's energy. Wake up from this nightmare that you have unintentionally created based on this illusion that you have little to no self-worth, that you have little to no value, that you are not at all lovable. And Mary needed to be shaken to her core in order to awaken from this nightmare. And as she used this emotional empowerment lens, where we receive our anger and understand that it's guiding us to take radical responsibility for our lives. In Mary's case, it was all about letting go of the crumbs. And again, everything in her programming and her subconscious mind was to hang on to the crumbs for dear life. And so we had to guide her to slowly step into more of her power and to let go of those crumbs. For work, it was about setting boundaries, like end my work at this time and I don't bring it home. And if there's still not a lot of work being done, I need to talk to my boss and tell her that the workload that's being put on me is impossible to have done and still be (laughs) emotionally a healthy person, right? And so she had to step into her power in that way. She had to create boundaries with her son. Her son was used to walking all over her. And she had to create boundaries with her boyfriend, who was also used to 
her adapting to him. As she did this, she was really stepping into how to set up her life in a way that nurtured her, in a way that honored her. So Mary's journey was about using her empowered emotions of her sadness and her anger to awaken her from the illusion and help her find her own self-worth, her own value as a human being, and to really see her lovability. And it doesn't come from the outside. It was something Mary had to give to herself. And as she did, Mary was able to put boundaries around her work and receive a promotion and receive a raise and be set up for leadership conferences. She got rid of that old boyfriend and started dating someone that loved to make her dinners and and nurture her and be very present with her. And her son started to become healthier. He started to see that he couldn't just take advantage of his mom. And so these are the ways that Kali is saying, it's time to destroy what you know, because what you know is not working for you. And so if you have felt Kali's presence in your life as this destroyer, the invitation is to know this destruction is coming from love. And trust me, I know this is easier said than done, right? I've gone through many cycles of destruction not understanding it until it's over and seeing the growth that is available to us. But this is what I love about what Kali's energy teaches us and how we can step in and integrate emotional empowerment because Kali is awakening us to say, you know, life is not working for you as is. And then you're going to feel emotions about it, negative feelings about it. You're going to feel anxious or guilty or sad or angry. And when we use that empowered guidance of that feminine energy that's coming through our emotions with this destruction, it won't be as bad because you'll know where you're being guided with your emotional energy to break through where you're at now. Now, it's not always instantaneous. It's very rarely instantaneous. It's a process of where Kali and our empowered emotions are guiding us always to love ourselves more. What would it look like for you to step more into your truth? Because this destruction is always about an illusion, always, and how to help us receive more of your truth and your power and life, the life you are meant to be living. So let's move on to this second power of Kali, the bitch. (laughs) This is, and again, this is my own interpretation. I didn't read up on Kali and, and hear people saying that, you know, she's a bitch. But what I take from this part of Kali, where we're so afraid of her destructive forces, that she seems cold and heartless in this destruction is the opportunity for us to understand more about the bitch that is within you. We judge the bitch, but what kind of person would you be without her? 
because the bitch is saying, don't fuck with me. And we need that part of us to take a stand for ourselves at times in our life. Now, I've had a really interesting relationship with my bitch, probably because I am this bitch energy. I can hold that. And I was always afraid of that because I didn't understand it, right? The bitch energy has always been about cold and heartless and non-loving. And that was certainly how I interpreted the bitch. So much so, like back in the day when friends, like girlfriends used to call each other like, hey, bitch, like, hey, bitch. (laughs) Like, I couldn't deal with that. Like, if my friends did that to me, I would feel really bad. Like, oh my gosh, am I really being a bitch? It was the last thing I wanted to be. It wasn't until I was facing the end of a very significant relationship. The person that I was engaged to before I met my husband, uh, we were engaged, goodness, for about maybe nine months. And, you know, I thought this guy was my perfect match. He met everything on paper. Uh, He met every, you know, criteria that I could have thought of. But the bottom line was, we didn't fulfill each other emotionally. There was some, some disconnect, right? And so, of course, the destruction begins, <laughs> right? Kelly's like, no, he might look good on paper, but he's not for you. And so our relationship starts to end. And what saved me was my bitch. And this is how I, I came to befriend her. Because when I went through all that pain, my bitch said, and we're done now, and we're really done. And so, we, you know, we went out for maybe six months before we got engaged, and then we were engaged for nine months. And when that all, you know, blew up, my bitch said, no more, no more conversation with him, no more thinking about him, you're done. And to this day, I so appreciate how. She stepped in to say, it's not okay to fuck with me in this way. And she became my fierce protector. I'm so incredibly grateful because she helped me move on. As an emotionally sensitive person, I think we care so much and we love so much and we love to give so much. And we especially need our bitch to step in to know when we are done. There's not a lot of times in my life, but I do know that I have this capability of when to turn on and off this switch. And when that switch goes off, I'm done. That's been very powerful for me. That is the loving side of the bitch. And I credit her also for being able to discipline my kids in a loving way because. My kids, <laughs> they say that when I get angry, I scare them. Now, and I want to be clear, when I get angry, I do not ever raise my voice because there's no need to. What they're scared of <laughs> is the switch. Like, I mean business and this part of me that can be very generous and um, loving and doting is going to stop right now and there's going to be some serious consequences if you don't uphold your end of the bargain. And so because of that, you know, I don't have to raise my voice. I don't really freak out with my kids 
but there is a tone that comes through that is for sure my bitch coming through to say, and we're done messing around here because you've crossed a boundary for our family. And so we don't want to overuse this. We don't want to overuse our bitch because then you're just being a bitch. And we are stepping into that coldness that we're not connected to life and others. So, you know, of course we want to have that connection. At the same time, there's a point where the switch can go off to protect us and to protect the highest good. And this is an energy that Kali comes through. Now, notice in both these stories with Mary and with myself, there's this energy associated with Kali and anger. So Kali is saying and awakening us through anger to step more into our power. But with that power comes great responsibility so that we're not overusing it. We're not using it in a way that is mean or destructive at a harmful level of like someone else's essence. That's not what this is about. It's more about ourselves and saying, I draw a line here. And again, the bitch is like, don't fuck with me. And we should have that energy in order to really step into our power so that we mean business. And we're also creating a healthy boundary with others. But again, it's not coming through this way that you're putting another down. It's always with the respect of another, but it's saying, here's my line and I stand by my line. That's what it's really about so that you can be taken seriously. And it's really about you loving yourself enough to take yourself seriously and what you stand for seriously. That's the loving energy of your bitch. And Callie can help us step into that. Lastly, I want to talk about the power of Callie and the liberator. What I have always appreciated about Callie upon learning about her decades ago is her understanding of the darkness. She does not shy away from it. She goes in. She goes into the darkness. And with emotional empowerment, we're doing the same. We're taking these emotions that most teach you to run away from. Like, how do I get rid of it? How can I move past it? And emotional empowerment is the only modality that I know of that says, no, 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 no. This is your gold. You want to receive these negative emotions. And so Callie is here with our negative emotions again to awaken us. And then she's got that sword to slash through the illusion. Sally Kempton talks about in her book that the skulls that she's wearing around her neck are the remains of the false self that she's conquered. So what Callie is teaching us via the liberator is to face your fears. Again, in this lineage of Tantra, where you go within, the biggest fears that we have are within inside of ourselves. So what are the fears you have about you? What don't you like about you? What do you judge about yourself? So she is saying, look at those aspects of yourself head on. And in emotional empowerment, we say, look at them head on and you will find more of your gold. You need to receive these parts of yourself that you've pushed away. 
So from the emotional empowerment lens, what I see is when people are depressed or lacking energy or unmotivated, a lot of times you are spending your life force energy pushing down subconsciously shame and judgment about yourself. You're trying to push down negative feelings and that takes away from your zest for life. Like if you've got to keep all that pushed down and kind of boxed away, that takes energy on a psychological level. And so we can't expect to feel our psychological best if we're pushing this energy away. And so with emotional empowerment, we say, go into that. When I see it, when I work with people from this shamanic lens, I see how parts of ourselves, these emotional parts of ourselves, kind of split off or disconnect. And we need all aspects of ourselves in order to fulfill our purpose. And so there's something in that shadow. And Callie is here to liberate us from the illusion of the shadow. So when we're buying into the shadow, of course, that shadow side is going to come out sideways. It's going to come out in unhealthy ways. And this is where you started to formulate the judgments and shame about this part of yourself. But it's just misunderstood. Just like my bitch, right? Like, sure, if there's an unhealthy version of the bitch that's totally cut off and cold, and I wanted to keep myself cut off from her because I didn't want people to experience me as that. I wanted to be warm and fuzzy and lovable, right? But by cutting myself off from my bitch, I was cutting off myself from a part of my power, from a part of my truth, from a part of who I am and who I need to be in order to take action and to be taken seriously. Again, done in a very healthy way. So it's the shadow side that Callie is cutting through the illusion and helping us be liberated from the fears of ourselves, and helping us see them in a more loving way. And so as she does this within yourself, it's also going to help you see through the fears that you have about life. Now, I don't consider myself a person without fear, but I do believe one of my characteristics is being fearless. So fear hyphen less. <laughs> and what I mean by that is I still fear and have fears and I see them head on and challenge myself to choose love instead. So the fear is still there, but I will challenge myself to do the loving thing, to do the empowered thing, to do the courageous act that needs to be done in that moment. That is what our empowered emotions are guiding us to do. And that is what Kali is guiding us to do, is to liberate us from all fear. As Kempton shares in Awakening Shakti, she says, Kali's gift is fully seeing you, your gifts, your fears, your mistakes, doubts, longings, and the love within you. She adores all of you. And that's what we're also trying to teach in emotional empowerment. Not trying, we're doing it. <laughs> and then we've got to make these attempts and tries until we get it, where we can see every aspect of yourself from love. Those negative feelings, the shame, the shadow, it's all here to help you grow, help you be more of your truth and your true self. And she 
Kali will awaken you through your negative feelings. That's my belief. As Kempton states, we need her full expression of self and of the feminine within all of us so we can be assertive, loving, and free. My invitation for you is to step into this energy of Kali. Again, I'm not attached to whether you believe in this goddess or not. I do believe that she carries energy, whether that is within the form of the goddess in your beliefs or within the form of mythology, what do we have to learn from these myths that have continued? And just because something is a myth does not mean the principles are not true. So is there an aspect of your life that is being destroyed and how can you recognize this destruction for what it is bringing you through to receive more of life? Is there an opportunity to reclaim your bitch in a healthy way? Is your bitch out of control, cold, cut off, just wielding her power in an unhealthy way? Or do you need to reclaim your bitch so that people take you seriously? You don't have to raise your voice. You can be heard and know that you are standing in your truth. And is there more liberation that is ready for you? Are you ready to be liberated from more of your inner fears about yourself or life? And if so, how can you utilize the empowered language of your emotions to awaken you and help you step into seeing yourself more accurately, all aspects of it, so that you can be in tune with your truth and in doing so, become in alignment with your purpose and creating a life that fulfills you. That's what all this is about. That's what this energy of Kali is about, to awaken us so that you can experience all that life has to offer. And that's what our emotions are here to do as well. They're here to awaken us. So I hope this podcast serves you. I hope it gives you a different lens to start to look at different aspects of yourself and some of the challenges that we go through in life. And I don't mean to in any way minimalize it. When Kelly comes into our life, I know it's intense and I know it's hard. And I also know you will come through it. And on that other side will be more love. Here's to you recognizing more love within yourself and in life. And may these feminine forces of energy, whether it's through the goddess Kelly or through your emotions, guide you to receive yourself and life from greater love. All right. I can't wait to see you next time. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Emotional Empowerment Podcast. If you've enjoyed the program, please leave us a rating and review on iTunes to help us spread the message about how to use your emotions as a tool for spiritual and personal growth. To receive free training and emotional empowerment, visit www.iiee.training. That's www.iiee.training.